Thank you for listening to episode 35 of Spencer Talks About Stuff. If you have Instagram, please follow my Instagram page at Spencer Talks About Stuff, where I will be posting clips from the show. There are no amendments today, and I'm going to be skipping Spencer's favorites for today. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts to Spencer Talks About Stuff and follow Spencer Talks About Stuff on Spotify. Also, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and write a review to let people know what you think about the podcast. Without further ado, here is episode 35 of Spencer Talks About Stuff with Shelby Jones. Welcome to episode 35 of Spencer Talks About Stuff. Today on the podcast, I have Shelby Jones. She is a nutrition coach and a CrossFit coach. Mm-hmm. So how you doing? Great. Thank you for having me over. Yeah, of course. So you came highly recommended from a good friend of mine, Vince. Yes. Uh, I've known Vince... Oh my gosh, seven years now? He was at Arbor with you, yes. right? Yes, yeah. We started at Arbor together. We did CrossFit together. He helped me lose a bunch of weight. And then yeah. we've just been buds since. Vince is, Vince is crazy when it comes to his nutrition. He's like dialed. Is he really? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he's better about it than I am probably. <laughs> um, what was What's funny, you mentioned that we hiked Mount Bora with Vince and his- We were supposed to go to that. Oh, really? Yeah. My husband and I were, but I don't yeah. remember where I was because it was for Aaron's 30th. Yes. It's yeah. for Aaron's 30th birthday. Yeah. And Janae like had her f- Oh, meals they have their prepped. oats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she had her did. oats. And I was like, <laughs> I'm eating jelly beans and stuff while we're hiking. I'm yeah. not planning my meals They bring their oats for everything. Really? Literally. Like they had it yesterday at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Is it uh, like overnight oats or something? No, or? I think they do it. The I actually had it once, but their portions are massive. It's like, I don't know everything that goes in it, but I think they make it right before they leave the house. Okay. Like protein powder, oats, peanut butter, banana, sometimes zucchini. Yeah. Chocolate chips, something or other. A does lot it, of stuff. Does it taste good? It's great. So do they just do that yeah. so they kind of get everything in one? Yeah, I think it's like really, I don't know if that's like their breakfast, but I know it's like their post-workout. I know it's, which hiking is a workout. Yeah. So I I know that like every time we've gone to like a CrossFit competition, they brought it. Okay. So I don't know. I had lunch with Vince the other day and he had a burger and fries. <gasps> he so, did? Yeah, he had a burger oh, and fries. Oh <laughs> man, that is outside the norm for him, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, we can delve into this right off the bat if you want, (laughs) but I saw you post something the other day about restrictive diets always lead to binging. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel that hard in my soul because (laughs) I've, I've lost a ton of weight. So I played football at Boise state. Yeah. Uh, my heaviest, I was 308 pounds. You were a lineman, right? Yep. I played offensive line. And then the lightest I got, I was actually on RP. I did Mm -hmm. that whole deal. Um, and I got to 220 wow. like six months ago, maybe. Six months. Holy crap. And then, um, I mean, I've just, since I got done playing football, I've been floating around yeah. 240-ish. Yeah. So, but like, I mean, I'll eat super healthy for 13 days. And then like every two weeks, mm-hmm. it's like cheat, hardcore cheat yeah. meal. Yeah, because you're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I want some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So your, I mean, why Vince recommended that I talk to you is because of your balanced approach to stuff no bs yeah yeah so i i wanted to give you a chance to talk about that yeah um well i just don't think i mean i was never really into nutrition until i started crossfit yeah i did the whole the same thing i would you know i'm a girl i would go on pinterest and look at all the diet or whatever (laughs) and i would do something for like five days and i'm like screw this and i felt like i just had no control i was like i have no willpower 
whatever. And I would go off the rails usually on the weekend. Yeah. And this was college too. So you add some drinking into there, but, um, and then it would, the whole thing would just start over on Monday and it would just start over. And it's like, this is just not like nothing's working. It's not sustainable. So that's just the biggest thing I see with people is there's just so much out there as far as like BS goes. And it's hard for people to figure out exactly what to do. Yeah. So I just don't think that, I mean, even with like RP, it works great, but it's very, I did it once and it was very restrictive for me. So I ended up binging on it later. You know, you lose weight for like three months and then the fourth month comes and you have no idea what to do anymore because you can't live like that. Well, and they, they like slowly introduce food back in. Like there's a, like the post cut period and then like your new base afterwards. Yeah. But to me, it still didn't seem like enough carbs because it was like... They give you like 10. (laughs) Yeah, I was eating like a ridiculous amount of protein. And then I had like, yeah, yeah, 15 grams of carbs. And it's like, that's like a quarter of a bag of chips. How am I supposed to eat a banana if I can't eat like... You literally couldn't even eat a banana with 15 grams of carbs. So everything has its purpose. RP is great for cutting and all that stuff and some people have found a lot of success with it and i think they're switching it up how they're doing it now they did Um, the app is totally different yeah and they have like one-on-one coaches now and stuff like that i did it like three years ago ish so i'm sure a lot has changed since then but just with all that stuff i just feel like it's it's just restrictive and you're like i i like who doesn't like carbs you know yeah so people just don't last for very long on that so i just kind of took my own approach to it and figured out how to kind of get the best of both worlds in a balanced fashion and it's worked out. So when you coach people, do you, I mean, do you cater to like specific people's needs or do you have kind of like, you know, I'm more of a performance coach. I want to coach athletes kind of thing or just help people lose weight or do you see? Yeah. Well, it started off with a lot of CrossFitters because I started the whole thing when I was coaching full-time in a gym. So you're going to naturally get the people who, you know, everybody who drinks the CrossFit Kool-Aid wants to figure out how to make it work for their performance. So I got a lot of them. Um, But I also, since then, like the last like two years, I got a lot of, you know, 50, 60 year old women who they don't really care about their performance. They just want to lose the weight. So I got a lot of them. Um, I have some teenagers. I kind of am all over the board. I love coaching CrossFitters um, specifically because that's my thing. And it's easy with them because they usually don't, they want anything to do with their performance getting better. So it's not a whole lot more of mindset stuff for them, but I don't really have a specific like what do they call it? Niche? Yeah. yeah niche? Yeah. Whatever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever they say. <laughs> but it's not just like, I only deal with people who want to lose 50 pounds. No, yeah. no. I have some people who I had like um, weightlifters who wanted to cut. I had some people who wanted to gain. Um, a guy came to me and he was, he, you know, having a hard time gaining weight. So we worked on that. And mainly people who want to lose weight because I feel like that's the only time that people really get a hold of a nutrition coach. But um, some people who want to gain uh, muscle as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, God, I wish I was back in weight gain mode because that was the easiest thing <laughs> oh, in the yeah. world for me. Yeah. Um, when I was in high school, I actually, I met with a nutrition, nutritionist, nutrition coach, whatever, at the YMCA. And I think my dad paid for like two sessions for us to meet with them. And basically, she just told me, she's like, you're like burning so many calories. You just need to get... You were in high school? I was in high school. Oh, yeah. Eat whatever you can. (laughs) Yeah, get a ton of calories on board. And the one thing that I started doing that she told me to do that was super easy calories 
instead of drinking water all day, I drank Gatorade all day. Oh, good. So I was just drinking Sh- sugar. sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that you were to go like protein shake or something like that. Oh, she's like, I nope, had the sugar. I had the serious mass weight gainer from Optimum Nutrition. Yep. You know, like the yep. big doggy oh, the bag. Big one. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and I would drink one of those in the morning, one of those at night. And I like my senior year of high school, I got from, I don't know, 210 and I got up to like 280. In one year? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have done like the stuff I did with food. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, but when you're in football, you know, in alignment, size is a big factor. So. Well, yeah. And that was kind of like my scholarship was contingent on me gaining weight to be the correct size for that position. Right. So they told me I had to gain weight um, and I did it all on my own. I feel like it'd be really fun. I mean, it was I'm awesome. sure people who, who like... Our, our age and struggle now would say that it's not fun trying to gain weight, but yeah. man, I would have a good time with that. I think I, yeah, I got so <laughs> creative with like this stuff. Like my dad got creative too. When I was in high school, we'd, you know, have our family dinner every night and there'd be a huge bowl of rice in the middle and like two chicken breasts and like salad. And I'd have my plate of food. And then my dad would be like, I'll give you 20 bucks if you finish everything <laughs> else that's on the table. And Bribery's so it was great. Yeah. It was stuff like that. <laughs> Um, that's awesome. But I don't know. I, yeah. Weight gain mode when you're in high school. I know that's completely different. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now, like, do you base things around like macros? Yeah. Okay. With most of my people, like I said, I have a couple older women who like the technology of tracking just isn't really for them. Yeah, so with feasible. them, we go more of like, I guess it still kind of is a macro approach because we talk balance plate and balance plate has balanced macros. So yeah. I explain to them what they are, but I don't give them like the template like I give other people. Okay. Most of my stuff is macro based. Yeah. So I have people track their food for like two weeks as my baseline. Um, and I try to see where they're at. So I'm not like slamming people with a hundred grams of protein more than they're used to. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of meet them where they're at. Most people, you know, for protein, for example, they don't eat nearly enough. So we work on shifting those macros. So it's like someone's really low on protein, really high on carbs. We take months depending on what the ratio is. And we just kind of try to balance those guys out a little bit. So yeah. And everybody's just, everybody is different. I have not had two people who are the same. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, do you encourage a lot of veggies or do you like Mm -hmm. count the carbs in veggies too? No. So we, we count them, but I try to tell everybody that unless they're trying to gain weight and, or they're eating a bunch of food for whatever reason, and it's hard to get all your calories in like broccoli. Right. So I try to get everybody to have like three to four servings a day. Okay. Um, whatever that looks like for some people it's snacks for some people it's meals. Um, I still try to do the balanced plate approach with everybody just because of lifestyle, you know? So, um, but yeah, some people, they, they will count the veggies with their carbs. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who all is going to listen to this podcast, but we may have already delved into some stuff that people are like, yeah. what the yeah. heck are they talking about? <laughs> so just to bring things back, mm-hmm. um, macronutrients are your carbs, protein, and fat. Mm-hmm. And then they always say that there's a fourth one, alcohol, yes. right? That's what people don't always consider. You know, oh, like white, yeah. claw, white claws say like, oh, there's only five grams of carbs in it. You know, and it's so frustrating because it's not how it works. Like, so with my clients who drink, I I, I have some drinks when I'm not pregnant. Yeah. Um, I have drinks too, so I'm not going to ever tell Congratulations, them. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. 
I don't ever tell anybody not to drink. Um, but when they go to tracking it, when there's like a Bud Light lime commercial or whatever that says like, oh, two grams of carbs, it's like body doesn't really use it like that. Yeah. So we just track it a little bit differently. Okay. Like I have people track the calories as like 100 calories as either carbs or fat. Okay. We don't ever want to take away from protein. So we just track it a little bit differently because it's like it's just doesn't your body doesn't use that as just two grams of carbs. Yeah. It is like the fourth macro. I've also seen some people do like nine calories per gram, whatever it is. Um, there's a lot N- of different nine ways. calories per gram of alcohol. Yes. Okay. So it's like higher than fat even. Okay. So um, and just. Yeah, to, I know. <laughs> to bring it back down. Um, so there's four grams or sorry, there's four calories per gram yes. of carb and protein, and protein. correct mm-hmm. and then for fat is it seven seven okay yeah okay so yeah if people are like what the heck are they talking I about know. that's kind of how your calories are determined based on those macronutrients mm-hmm. when you're looking at a you know the nutrition facts on whatever you're gonna eat yeah. so and it's overwhelming if people don't know i mean carbs and protein are fairly easy to look at yeah on nutrition facts yeah um, and then there's added sugar usually, right? Or, yeah. or carbs from sugar. Yeah. I usually just see it as added sugar. Or added sugar. Yeah. Okay. And then the fat one is where people get really confused. It is confusing. Yes. Because you can have multiple. everything. Yeah. Multiple yeah. sources of fat. So if you want to yeah. chat about that a little bit. Yeah. So that's where like tracking is nice because if you go into like my fitness pal app or whatever, it will break that down for you and it'll tell you like, if you add in chicken breast, it, it will automatically add the fat from the meat in there. Eggs, same thing, because eggs got almost equal parts protein and fat. Yeah. So it'll break that down and you don't even have to worry about it. But with my clients where we do like a, a balanced plate, it gets a little tricky because there's going to be fat in your eggs and then people will add avocado, which is also fat. So it's like they're getting double of that. Yeah. So it gets a little confusing. Um, with my clients, I have like a chart that kind of breaks it all down and puts things in categories for them. So it's a little bit easier for people to understand what is what. Okay. Cause it is very, fat's a hard one. It gets confusing. Yeah. And what, I mean, the one thing I know is that trans fat is bad. Yes. And then, and I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't even know off the top of my head if saturated or unsaturated. I get confused. Honestly, like the sciencey part of it, I haven't dove into in so long. I get confused on it too. I think the unsaturated fats, the better. Okay. Saturated fats, the, I don't even like to use good or bad, yeah. but the, the bad one. Yeah. And then Other than even, trans fat. <laughs> and then it even gets like further into it and there's like mono unsaturated. Oh my God. It's insane. Yeah. 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 It's funny because like my nutrition class in college, I thought was the hardest thing in the entire world. And it really was, it was all the stuff that I'm doing now. So oh, it's yeah. just funny where it takes you. Yeah. Um, and like when people, so I own a CrossFit gym mm-hmm. in Boise and people come to us for advice and we're not like nutrition experts or anything, but all of yeah. us know fairly yeah. well, like what to eat and stuff. And one of the things I always tell people, if they don't know where to start at all, I tell them, don't buy anything that's like in a box yeah and shop sh- the aisles shop the yeah perimeter yeah. of the grocery store or like, shop, shop the perimeter not the yeah, aisles then, yeah yeah don't shop the aisles um and anything that seems like it's super processed or has a ton of ingredients mm-hmm. avoid that stuff yeah and i have that's... a five agree- ingredient like rule on oh, a package okay so if it's got more than like five that you and you can't pronounce them 
put it away. Yeah. 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 See, there's very basic things like probably to us because we've been doing CrossFit yeah. for a long time mm-hmm. seem intuitive to us. But some people, they see like, you know, reduced fat Triscuits oh or whatever. And they think that that's yeah. healthy, like a healthy option. Yeah. Um, it's very confusing. It's very, con- there's so much out there too. And marketing people are not stupid. Yeah. So they learn how to use that low fat everything or no sugars added, but it really has a bunch of stuff in it. So yeah. it's very confusing. Yeah. The thing that kills me is like when you see Skittles or like good and plenties or something and it says a fat free food, it's like, okay, <laughs> that's technically true, but like it's all it sugar. doesn't mean it's good for you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. It's, I've been seeing that a lot with keto lately. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like same kind of thing where it's like, oh, what is it? I don't know exactly what it was the other day. Keto friendly or keto friendly, everything. And it's something ridiculous. Like everything's made out of avocado, but they like leave out all of the extra stuff that they put in there yeah. to make it like keto. Yeah. So I've, that's one I've been seeing a lot of lately. Yeah. And those, those fad diets, I actually, my mother lost a ton of weight by doing keto. Oh yeah. People can lose a lot of weight on it. Yeah. For sure. Um, and I, I never quite tried it. I feel like I did a version of keto when I first got done playing football because yeah. I dropped 60 pounds in like. I mean, I just like stopped eating like I was eating and just started eating normal and I lost a ton of weight. So Um, how long has your mom been doing keto? Well, she's... Or did she? Or how long did she do it? Oh my gosh. I don't... She probably did it for four months maybe. And I know she's not doing it now, but her her and my dad got on this kick and they're like, we're going to do it strict for a long time. They did it strict. I think they both lost... Yeah. Both lost a ton of weight. Um But they're healthy people. My mom works out every day. My dad works out every day. So... They go to your gym? No, they don't. Okay. Uh, my mom did CrossFit probably for about six months. And she had a group of um, women her age that she would work out with. Uh-huh. And at our 930 class at the gym, we have an awesome coach, female coach. And she like coached yeah, those women. Was their... It was awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was like the perfect <laughs> environment. But for some reason that kind of broke off. But my mom does um, like some kettlebell stuff. She does like an hour on the elliptical every day. Nice. Yeah, it's wow. her cardio is ridiculous. And then my... <laughs> My dad lifts weights and he rides mountain bikes. Okay. Like those cool. are his, mountain bike is like his vice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I never got into that. I just feel like it's so badass when people well, do that. Well, you're living in Idaho now. You I gotta... know. I know. I got to get on that train. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things I still have to do since I moved here. Yeah. So, so w- when did you guys move here? I moved um, a little bit after my husband. He got here, I think July of 2018. Okay. And then I had like both of my brothers were getting married in like three months. So I stayed back in Michigan to help out with all that. So I got here December, I think it was 2018. Yeah. Two years ago. Okay. Almost. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. I like it here. Yeah. It's awesome. And then you, did you just meet Vince through CrossFit? Um, At the gym. Okay. Yeah. So the first thing that I did when I moved out here was search CrossFit gyms because like I had such a good environment at home and. I'm like, okay, I need to meet some spe- like specifically women that yeah. I can go get my ass kicked by. Yeah. So um, I tried out a couple gyms. I tried out Boise CrossFit. And is that how you say it? Boise? Yeah. Boise? Bo- it's Boise, not Boise, a, right? Yeah. People, I don't know. <laughs> the pretentious Boiseans will say, say Boise. <laughs> I got to make sure I say it right yeah. now that I live here. <laughs> Um, so I tried out Boise CrossFit and then I tried out Vernant and then, um, met Basil and I just kind of stuck with Vernant. So that's where I met yeah. everybody, Aaron, awesome. Vince, everybody there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's where, I mean, that's where I did most of my CrossFit development was with Basil. Yeah. Yeah. I owe a lot to him. Basil's a good dude. He is a good dude. I went to regionals with Basil. Did you? Yeah. 
I remember when I first like looked up Verdant and I saw they went to the games. I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, you know, drank the Kool-Aid back <laughs> in the day and that was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to the games. Yeah. And then I realized how much work it took. So I didn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Uh, Tara was on our team. Yeah. Oh, I love then, Tara. Yeah. Tara's amazing. And then um, two people that don't live here anymore. And then Basil and... Um, Melissa, which she moved, I think she's up in Coeur d'Alene or something now, okay. but that team, that was like the most fun I've ever had doing CrossFit. What year did you go? 2016. Okay. Yeah. So it was, nice. it was a blast. And like all the workouts were like perfect for us. We came in seated 30th and we finished seventh Wow. at regional. So we like almost top five go to yeah, the game. So we yeah. almost went to the games. Oh my God. That's but fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. That is cool. I was on a team with Tara and, um, have you met Addie before? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. I went to, um, the Granite event games at your or? place with oh, yeah, yeah. Addie. Yeah. Okay. We went to Granite games together and you can tell the experience that Tara has. Yeah. She was like telling us exactly when to warm up and exactly what to do and when to cool down. And I was yeah. like, this is great. Yeah. I take directions. Great. So. Yeah. She, she was like, she was like our team mom oh, back yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't yeah. changed. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. And she, uh, yeah, her daughter is She's how old almost now? two. That's crazy. I think. Yeah. Almost two. Time's flying by. She's crazy too. Yeah. That, girl, that girl is, she's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. She's cool. Um, so has it been hard? So you started nutrition coaching in Michigan. Yes. Has it been like easy to keep those relationships with yeah. your clients in Michigan? Yeah. Okay. So the whole reason that I started it is because my husband was in the military. We got out in 16, 2016, moved back to Michigan, started coaching full time there. And then he tried out some jobs he didn't like. And then he was like, okay, I want to get back in. So yeah. I was like, well, if we're going to do that, I don't want to. I was working at the hospital at the time, just not nothing that I liked doing. What were you doing at the hospital? I was a well, I was a medical assistant for a while. Okay, exercise science doesn't really get you anything. <laughs> yeah. funny enough. Yeah, <laughs> so it was just. I doing have a like, sim- I have a similar degree, so yeah. yeah. So it was just odds and ends stuff. Um, and then I went into I was a pacemaker technician. Okay, which is kind of cool, but just nothing that I was passionate about. Yeah. So I was like, if I'm gonna do this, I want to find something that like I can take with me. So he's like, well, why don't you just do everything online? And I was like, oh, well, that's easy because we can travel all over the place. Yeah. So it's been easy to keep those relationships because everything was online. And they're all friends of mine, too, for the most part. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, so do you have like, do you have like another, do you do business as something besides Shelby Jones? Yeah, it's it's technically NS Nutrition. Okay. Um, And that's like the, the business name of it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's fun. It's uh, been fun. It's fun opening up your own business. and. Yeah. But Yeah. I, I can't even imagine having like like an actual place. I mean, I'm all online, so it's pretty easy. But yeah. yeah, we thought about opening a CrossFit gym in Michigan for a while, but it's not like where I'm from is so small that you can't have multiple gyms in the town. Yeah. So all it was a little saturated yeah. at that point. So it just yeah. never really worked out. But Well, and that's what's nice about like our location too. When we, I know when we first opened, you know, it's like some of the other gyms are like, oh, who are the, like yeah. these new people? And it's like, we're so far out of the way from these other places. We're not stealing you people from You guys are over anyone. by like, I've seen, I've got like, what is it? Home Depot? Yep. Yep. Ish. Yeah. So we're near Home Depot, Fred Meyer on Federal Way. Yes. Um, yeah. I, bad with street names. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's cool. It's, I don't know. It, it's hard to explain the whole experience, but you know, you open a business with your friends and, um, 
trying to market and get people to come and marketing's hard as soon as like the first time we paid ourselves was like the coolest thing in the world because we didn't make <laughs> money for yeah I mean we're barely still making money yeah. you know but being able to pay our employees is incredible mm-hmm. um, the fact that people like believe in us and they keep coming back each month and paying us yeah. is awesome it's, it's a really cool feeling it's mind-blowing and knowing like the change that you make with people is just it's awesome. Yeah. And it's like, like why you do it. Yeah. Like relation. We have like curated relationships in our gym. That's yeah. what's crazy to me is like people wouldn't have met if it wasn't for us at the gym. Yeah. So that's so fun. Yeah. I love it. It's the, cool. The, I know people probably who don't do CrossFit gets to give like the community thing, but it, it's a real thing. Yeah, it is. It's really yeah. fun. I mean, like all of our friends now are, I mean, the majority of our friends we know from CrossFit. Yeah. Literally like when I moved here, I was like the only <laughs> friends I want are CrossFit friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I've said this before on the podcast too, but anytime we travel, we'll go to a CrossFit gym, like even internationally and you meet people there and like they tell you what to do. It's like the best place to go to get like the people who live there, like their perspective on, you know, what to do, where to go, sites to see and yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I've never been anywhere out of the country, so I wouldn't know about international, but I've been places around here. I (laughs) I push people hard to travel. I know. I never really had much of a desire to i don't know yeah go anywhere yeah i don't know you're not curious about like what life is like in europe well so my husband ty he did his first two years his first base was in italy okay so he got to do all the fun things and i feel like i kind of lived through him a little bit but i don't know i don't i don't love traveling that much really yeah yeah which is ironic because we are in the in the military so we're all over the place but <laughs> I mean, you, how many places have you lived? We've, well, we've lived only here, Utah and Michigan, but okay. we've gone back and forth so many times yeah. that it's just been a lot, but I don't know. I've just never really had the, the itch to, there's a few places I would like to see, Yeah, but I'm not like much of like a history buff or anything. Oh, really? So seeing, it'd be cool to see a lot of the places, but yeah, it's just, I it's interesting to me like meeting someone like you because I I'm built so differently in my brain. It's like, I want to know why things are the way they are. Yeah. And just naturally you have to learn about history to like figure that stuff out. Yeah. I Uh, love history. Like I liked, I'm really bad at it. Admittedly, (laughs) (laughs) I'm really bad at it. Um, we were watching a movie the other day and I was like, okay, so when was this war? And my husband was like, well, do you think they'd be having this war if this one didn't come first? And I was like, Nope, you're right. That makes sense. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So even even like the history of like nutrition intrigues me because you know the uh, what do you call it? Like well, you were mentioning like your plate, like having Mm -hmm. a oh the my plate thing proportion plate. But back in the day, like the food pyramid. Where it's like you need to have eleven servings of grains a day. I was gonna say, wasn't it like bread on the bottom? Yeah, or something? yeah, that's like the base of your diet is <laughs> yeah. bread. Bread. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. That's easy. Which they've changed. I think in schools now it's the plate with four sections. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like where like the my plate thing comes from. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, but it, yeah, to me, and it's like, I think veggies were pretty high on the pyramid, like. Like get just get them in when two you can. Two or three. Yeah, yeah. Two so, or three a week. <laughs> but that evolution, and I know that there's, you know. I don't know if you call them conspiracies or validated things where like the sugar industry was paying doctors to say that like sugar's sugar's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine there's probably a lot of that. Yeah. But that's why I like history too. It's like, I don't know. And even, so I work in the medical field. My wife's a nurse and I like learning about like, how did they figure things out 
especially in like cardiac care. Like oh, they I had love to, cardiac. Yeah. They had to like cut apart so many bodies. Well, yeah, you did pacemaker Cadavers stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. To it's figure wild. out how the heart works. and The heart was always the one thing that I like really, really loved in anatomy besides like muscles and stuff. Yeah. I loved that. was like my favorite organ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my wife obviously is obsessed with it. So she worked in the cardiac um, clinic at Luke's where okay. they did like pacemakers and yeah. pre-op, post-op. And so she would work with the surgeons to schedule the patients before they'd have surgery and then see them post-op. And then now she works in the cardiac ICU at St. Al's. Um, So she deals all the time with heart stuff. And, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm re-upping my EMT right now. Oh, good for you. And so like going through the anatomy and like basic heart rhythms and stuff. And I like ask my wife questions and she'll go into like this tangent. Oh, she loves it. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, that's way too advanced. You're like, slow it down. (laughs) Yeah. Bring it down here. Yeah. So. Uh, but I yeah, love that's, all that stuff. I think that's a reason that history is good to be interested in. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's not that I'm not interested in history, and I like. I don't know if culture is the right word. I don't know. I I feel, I'm just not really big on the traveling thing. Yeah. Maybe I will later, but I feel like there's so many cool places to see in the U.S. that I haven't seen yet. Even just around here. Yeah. yeah. And like every time I go somewhere new around here, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. So I'm sitting here thinking like every state has to have something cool like that. Yeah. And I'll I'll go <laughs> out of the country when I get all the states done. Yeah. What uh? So what have you explored so far in Idaho? Um. Have you been to Nampa? Oh yeah. Have you been to Caldwell? I've, I've been, Yes. I've been to Caldwell. I don't know what I've done in either of those places. Have you been like for, have you been to Oregon yet or? So I drove to Seattle in March Okay. and I went, yeah. So I went through Oregon, Washington, obviously all those places. So that was really cool. Yeah. We went to Vince and Janae's wedding. Oh yeah. So we, we took the trip up North that way. And that was really cool to see all those places. I'd like to go up there and explore a little bit more. Yeah. Coeur d'Alene, Lewiston. Hayden, all those places so up there are awesome. So pretty. Yeah. So pretty. It reminds me a lot of Washington. Oh, yeah. So I'd like to go see a lot of northern Idaho a little bit more. You know, I've seen all southern really has to offer. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is my wife and I, just on a whim, we booked a trip up there. And it was the same weekend. To Coeur d'Alene? Yeah. It was the same weekend as Vince and Janae's oh, wedding. Oh, really? And we saw Joey and Crystal. Oh, you should have crashed. we saw joey and crystal like by the lake they like yelled at us and we're like what are you guys doing here and they're like yeah it was so random (laughs) that was a fun uh, weekend yeah yeah it looked like an awesome wedding too. it it was it was very them i have you know i've only known them for a short period of time but it was very cozy and quaint yeah it was cute yeah it was fun yeah i'm not a huge wedding like I, I'm, I like weddings, but I don't like ginormous, crazy weddings. Yeah, like, like I've been really to, fancy stuff. Well, I've been to a wedding with like 400 people. I which went to is, an Italian wedding once. Oh yeah, and it was like nine courses. Um, <laughs> I don't think we had dinner until nine o'clock because we had like the bread and the soup and the salad. It was insane. Yeah. I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. And so by the time we ate, it was like 1030 and we're like, okay, so let's just leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. My wife and I, we got married last summer and we had, I think we had like 120 people mm-hmm. and that was still kind of pushing it. It was like, there, there were probably a few people that we could yeah. have not invited, you yeah. know, but you have some people that you're just like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> last year. That's cool. Yeah. Did you get married around here? Uh, we got married in McCall. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. McCall's mm-hmm. awesome. 
So my sister and her husband, they're actually selling their property, but they had seven acres up there. Wow. And so we just like mowed all their grass yeah, and perfect. we set up a giant tent and we got married on their property. How fun. Yeah, it was perfect. When in the year did you get married? Uh, we got married June 29th. Okay. So it was it was a little scary because it, it like rained the day before and it was yeah. kind of stormy, but the day of it was perfect. That's awesome. It all worked out perfect. That's cool. Yeah. That's opposite of what happened at my wedding. We had oh. like a little mini tornado. Oh my God. And Michigan doesn't get tornado. <laughs> yeah we had like hail like golf ball size and this and... was northern michigan like yes. you said oh yeah wow. so it was it was fun it cleared yeah. up by the end of the night though so it was great yeah so you're so far north so my wife and i we actually just did like a midwestern trip okay. and we, we flew into bismarck and how the streets are built there like you can kind of tell that they get like a ridiculous amount of snow i mean yeah. they just have these huge oh, horrible drainage ditches and stuff yeah. is it like that where you're from? oh yeah 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 it's like a thing like michigan roads are don't bring your car there if you want <laughs> if you don't want rust and if you want your tires like intact yeah. because you just hit so many potholes yeah it's insane yeah so you have to salt it like oh my gosh like six months out of the year yeah that's or insane. more depending You'll probably like Boise a little bit better. Oh, the winters here have been fantastic. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, it's so cold. And I'm like, it hasn't even hit below freezing yet. Yeah. This is amazing. I think it snowed like twice last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the first, I got here in December of 18. And I think that was like one of the most mild. I think we got two like touchdowns of snow. Yeah. And I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you missed, uh, I'm sure you've heard of our snowpocalypse, which I'm sure yeah. is like nothing what you had to deal yeah. with but, but we had a we had a winter where the I, it snowed really bad and then it like snowed again and then it didn't thaw for like two months probably oh no it was crazy when and, was that um i want to say it was 2016 okay or 2015 but like saint al's the hospital i work at they spent like five i want to say like half a million dollars on snow removal oh. like it was ridiculous like it just kept snowing and snowing mm -hmm. and snowing and that was like the worst winter we've ever had oh, which that's... i'm sure was mild compared to what you i don't know that's still, that sounds pretty bad yeah we but... have we have some pretty insane um snow drifts or whatever in michigan where they're literally like the size of semis oh sometimes depend northern michigan gets a lot of the lake effect so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's just really cold yeah i mean we get a lot of snow don't get me wrong that's but... what i've heard about like oh. cleveland yeah. Is because it's right on the lake. Right on the lake. Yeah. It just the it just it hits you sideways. Yeah. It just hurts. <laughs> yeah. We had one that was like seventy five days of straight blizzard. Oh my god. And like lake effect blizzard. So it's literally just oh, it was awful. Yeah. I can't handle that. I'm like like <laughs> I can get away with a sweatshirt. Yeah. The whole winter here. Yeah. And like no jeans. Like I could get away really? with like not wearing jeans all wow. winter. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Mm -mm. yeah and that's you can't do that in other places no, that's why i like that. that's like half the reason i love boise and i would even i don't know my wife and i've talked about this but i would even like to go somewhere a little bit warmer really than boise yeah oh my gosh it gets hot here it does get hot but like you know and i i was freshly pregnant during like july and august yeah that was miserable too much i felt hungover every day because the heat was just yeah it was a lot it was like 90 100 plus degrees and i'm like this is i can't go outside yeah so, so have you looked looked into like nutrition for your baby? Yes. Okay. Um, so I bought a book, right? Well, I follow a lot of people on Instagram. Um, there's... Rhonda Patrick? Yes. Okay. That's the one that I think of. Yeah. Because she tried to like optimize everything for her everything. kid. Everything. And, yeah. I, you know, so I bought this like nutrition for pregnancy book 
And when I was reading it, I was only like, I don't know, six weeks, seven weeks pregnant. And I felt fine. And I was, it said something about eggs, how important eggs were. And I was like, got that. Like (laughs) I eat eggs every day. They're my favorite. And then I think weeks like nine to 10 hit and I couldn't even be in the same room if my husband was making eggs. Oh, no way. So it was more just like, I, and I felt really like bad about it because I was, I was probably taking in like 500 calories a day and Whoa. they weren't great calories. It was like cereal and yeah. ap- I really liked apple juice for some reason. <laughs> just get weird cravings. <laughs> really weird. Yeah. So that was really hard because you want to optimize everything, but baby said no. Yeah. So yeah. absolutely not. So that was, that was interesting. That's crazy that women who are pregnant have such weird cravings and like certain things make them so nauseous so weird it wasn't even really that i had crazy cravings the apple juice was the only probably craving that i had but nothing sounded good like i literally it was more like food aversions than anything it was the weirdest thing i've never been pregnant before so yeah it was very strange i wonder why that happens i don't know if it's like a deficient i mean obviously your body's going through all those changes i know that but like well so from some people that I've talked to, they, cause meat and eggs are a really big, like aversion for pregnant women. And apparently it's supposed to be like a defense mechanism kind of thing. Cause it could be, if it's not cooked correctly, oh. it could affect the baby or whatever it is. But you know, there's so many of those don't eat this, don't eat that kind of stuff. Yeah. And actually in that book, a lot of it was kind of crap. It was like, you can eat deli meat if you want, you can eat sushi yeah. Just don't eat it every day kind of thing. Gotcha. So it was a not really a whole lot needs to change, yeah. surprisingly. <laughs> I was just thinking like, we are so spoiled nowadays that like when women have cravings, they can just like go to the store and oh, yeah. get their stuff. But like 200 years ago, <laughs> if a gal's like, I'm craving Reese's peanut butter cups, like, <laughs> Poor girl. oh, you can't have them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Here's an apple. Yeah. yeah. No, that sucks. Yeah. We are very lucky. I tried it stay away from and my husband's been doing a great job he's like you don't really want that and then there's part of me that's like you're right and then there's other part of me that's like shut up and give me the yeah (laughs) give me the whatever i want kind of thing yeah it's interesting have you coached anyone else who's been pregnant um no i don't think so no yeah that's it's just never coached anybody i don't know it's just intriguing to me yeah like how much i mean what's like normal weight that you gain as a it's so different. So a lot of people actually lose during the first trimester because okay. they're sick, which is how I was. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think it's like, I could be very wrong, but like 20 to 30 pounds, I think is average or okay. like healthy weight gain. Yeah. I don't really know, to be honest. Yeah. Some people go over and some people don't gain. I mean, I think my sister-in-law like lost weight during. Yeah. So it that was... Is- it's weird. That's crazy. It's very weird. I just, I don't have a uterus and I don't know what the heck it's, I don't know. I like, I'm excited. My wife and I are getting to that point where we're like, all right, you know, yeah. we should start talking about it. Yeah. And, um, but oh, that'll be fun for you guys. Yeah. It's, I think it's going to be awesome. And like, as I've got, it's funny, Vince and I just had this conversation too, where it's like, we we're kind of like anti-child for like a, a while, uh-huh. but now we're to that point where it's like. I kind of want to have a kid. I know. Like, look at these little kids running around. Yeah. I know. I never, I can't say I never wanted kids. My husband has been wanting them since like we started dating. Um, and I was co- always kind of like, mm, not ready. Like, no, thank you. I'm too selfish still. And 
it was like the last year, basically right before he went on his last deployment, I was like, okay, I'm ready. And then there, he's like, I'm getting deployed. Oh. It's like, okay, guess I'll wait. No way. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. It was only we're, like the last year or so. I feel like it just like happens. Yeah. You're just like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. We're ready we're to ready. rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think just getting over, like, it's not some huge, crazy change. It's like, it's your life still goes, uh-huh. but it's just part of it changes. You yeah. Know? It's probably easy for us. It's, people who, with kids are probably listening to this and being like, yeah, right. But <laughs> well, um, no, I, I don't know. Like <laughs> my to husband's me- the same way. He's like, I don't like, I don't think it's going to be that different. I'm like, I really have no idea. I well, know. I, you know, it's going to be different because you're going to have a kid in your life, yeah. but it's not going to like change who you no. are. And there's not going to be a wall between like what you were and what you right. are now. It's yeah. like just a continuation of it's your life. Just, yeah. Part of it. Part of the next step. And I've, I don't know. I, I recently I've got gained such an appreciation for what my parents did for us. Mm-hmm. My mom stayed home. My dad was a firefighter. Um, they moved us up to Boise when I was 10. My sisters were 12 and 14. My dad commuted back and forth. Wow. Um, but just like the sacrifices they made for us, but all of us turned out really well. Like yeah. we all have degrees. We all have good jobs. Yeah. And we're all uh, decent humans. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I feel like I kind of owe it to my parents to have kids too. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. I mean, when you're a good person, I feel like you just, you got to keep making good people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't want the the bad people to out breed the good <laughs> people. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. That would be, that'd be bad. Yeah. That's um, fun. Yeah. So where did your husband go on his deployment? He went to Jordan. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't he know, liked it. I didn't know that there was a base in Jordan. Um. Yeah, I think it's like kind of it's small it's yeah. not i don't i don't know the right word for it but it's not like known really yeah, yeah. um yeah we um, want my wife and i want to go to jordan oh yeah because it's one of those like middle eastern countries that you can go to and you're like fine like yeah. you can go you can do an israel tour and then a jordan tour and have you seen indiana jones no i've never seen it I, okay. somebody asked me that That's like two weeks ago and very, i was like nope very disappointing <laughs> i have all of them too <laughs> Well, you should watch it. I know, them. I know. So okay. in, in it's the, on my to-do list. In the third one, they go to this like church that's carved in the side of like a mountain. Okay. And that's in Jordan. Like it was all oh. filmed in Jordan. So I am a huge Indiana Jones fan. So I want to go to Jordan. Sorry about that. Jordan I have his last it. name, if that counts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like brownie points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, how long was your husband gone? Uh, well, he was supposed to be gone for six months and then COVID kept him there for an extra two. Oh, no. Yeah. So Dang. it ended up being eight months. So when did he get back? He got back in June. Okay. Like fourth or something. Dang. So I've known two other guys. They actually both work out. One of them's a coach at our gym. And then the other guy flies a tens. Okay. And he was in, I think he was in Kuwait, but he got COVID. He got, Oh, he got it five days before he was supposed to come home. Did they make him quarantine? He quarantined. And he said it was the worst deployment of his life capped off with like the worst experience. Oh no. But he like, didn't get sick. He said he, he had a headache and like he couldn't taste food for a couple days. Yeah. But he was fine after I'm that. I'm pretty sure Ty had, my husband had COVID when he was over there. Really? Yeah. He got really sick for like a week, but. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I got the antibody test done because of work uh-huh. and my wife got the antibody test done because of work and it said negative for both of us, but we like, we flew through uh, Los Angeles twice in March. Oh. <laughs> and we went to Disneyland. Yeah, I went to Seattle in March. Oh, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I, 
I don't know okay. if you can't trust the antibody test or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like everybody's probably had it at one point. Yeah. It's, I don't know. it's wild, but it's funny how like certain people are super concerned at the gym oh, and then yeah. certain people like aren't really concerned at I all. Know. And I feel like we haven't had a whole lot of really concerned people. I feel like the most when you're concerned, they just stay home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a few of the older people, but yeah, well, we've been, you know, doing all the precautions, yeah. we did distancing. We had like our COVID squares that yeah. everyone had, <laughs> like they're whatever, 10 by 10 square that they would stay in and uh, like cleaning the crap out of equipment, which I, it, it's starting to bug me because the plates stick together. Oh yeah. We, yeah. we had to stop like wiping the plates because they were sticking together. So we're like, okay, wipe the bars and like, if you touch the outsides, like sure, but don't do the plates because they literally can't get them off. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Like yeah. somebody goes to pick up a 10 and there's like five tens stuck <laughs> yeah. to it. Michigan, um, they literally like have to wear a face mask when they're working out. That is crazy. My friend texted me. She's like, you know what's worse than the assault bike? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> she's like, the assault bike while wearing a mask. While wearing a mask. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. So when my wife and I, we went to, um, we did our little uh, Midwestern tour. So we went to North Dakota, South Dakota. Nebraska and Iowa and we went to Stacy Tovar's gym oh, in, in Omaha in Omaha yeah and they packed that gym really? and we were sweating all over each other and it, I don't know what I guess we went in August maybe beginning of August but it, it was just mind-blowing to me that like they in this giant town in a or giant town of Omaha yeah they didn't care and it was actually kind of refreshing because yeah. you know, I feel like it's so hit or miss like even here some businesses like they all have the the sign that says to wear a mask. Yeah. But then you see people and they're not wearing one and you're like, okay, that's like, what do I have to wear one or do I not? Yeah. Cause they don't say anything yeah. to people who don't wear them. Yeah. It's just confusing. So because we're doing our kitchen renovation right now, I've made a lot of trips to Jackson's like at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear if you go into a Jackson's late at night, nobody is wearing yeah. a mask. Oh, nobody in Mountain Home cares. Oh yeah. 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 We went to, my parents came to visit earlier this month and we went to like a little breakfast joint in there and nobody they didn't care yeah so well that weekend for vince and janae's wedding because mm-hmm. that was semi during covid yeah right? oh yeah that was june um yeah when we were up there it felt like nothing was going yeah. on yeah yeah actually which, now that you say that which was nice because it i don't know it was just refreshing to it, go to a small town and it is refreshing it felt normal i can't stand well and it sound i feel selfish when i say i can't stand wearing a mask but it really makes me like not feel good. Like, oh, yeah. Not breathing in good air, you know? Yeah, I like, yeah, being able to go. Well, you don't have to wear a mask when you're outside, but. Amazing. So many people still do. It's so crazy. And people me. wear a mask when they're driving when by they're themselves. When they're in their car. By themselves. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. We have um people on our street. They, I'm assuming their husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. They walk their dogs at night holding hands, wearing masks oh, outside. And I'm just like, what are you? Yeah. Where's the logic in that? Yeah. And uh, so I've been riding mountain bikes with my dad a lot recently. And when we go up to ride, people are out on the trails in the mountains wearing masks. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. That's so, if you're, to me, if you're that concerned, just don't go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Just stay home yeah. in a little box. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess it makes people feel good. And I think it is probably helping it to a certain extent. It probably is. Yeah. 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 Probably so, is. I don't know. But yeah, I'm I had a, a really bad taste in my mouth with COVID. Just when my husband was delayed for two oh, months, it was yeah. just like, I just don't want to hear about it anymore. Yeah, screw that. I was awful. Yeah. 
dang two more months well the worst thing is is like had they just told us in the beginning like hey we'll be home june yeah okay cool i have an expectation it was like we'll be home next week we'll be home next week okay one more week after that so it was like every week i had the up and down of yeah he's coming home and then nope no he's not so it was like just this emotional roller coaster that was just insane yeah that was the hardest part for sure yeah so what what does he do in the military oh gosh he's gonna kill me um (laughs) he's a weapons troop Okay. He ra- he just got a new job, so they have to be evaluated on loading bombs into the into the jets. Okay. Um, they have to have like certain certifications to make sure they're up to date. So when they do deploy or something happens, they know what they're doing. Yeah. So he, right now he just switched over to an evaluator. So he basically like certifies the people who uh, have to come in and do that. Gotcha. Yeah. I went like five years not having a clue what he did yeah everyone's like what does he do and i was like i don't know military <laughs> yeah air force <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot there's a lot to know and like the they have so many what do you call them acronyms yeah 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 oh my god well yeah and you start talking it's the same with talking to like a medical yeah professional. same thing they'll start talking in their language and you're like can you it's kind of funny because crossfit's like that too oh yeah it totally is <laughs> imam oh, amrap yeah. all that stuff we get people who come in they're like i'm just trying it out and i'll be like explaining the workout and i'll look at them and be like if this sounds like gibberish yeah it's supposed to yeah it's yeah, fine yeah 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 it's interesting having new people in class too because I always say that too. Like if I'm coaching the class, I'll say, I'm, I will explain yeah. everything to you after this. But you just this see is... their eyes getting bigger and bigger. And they're yeah. like, what is that? Yeah. I'll walk you through it. Yeah. All. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's fun when new people come in though. Yeah, it is. It's, I like coaching new people and I like coaching new people just specifically in weightlifting. Yeah. It's cool. You guys have a weightlifting program. Yeah, right? we do. Yeah. And it's, it's just fun. Uh, like watching people have breakthroughs mm-hmm. and like, especially with weightlifting because yes. it's so technical and oh, frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Like if you explain something a little bit differently than how like a different coach had mm-hmm. explained it and then it like, you see it click. Yeah. They're like, Oh my God, I get it now. Or, yeah. You know, Oh, that's what you mean by like fully extend. You know, I thought <laughs> yeah, it meant yeah, something else. Yeah. yeah. Or like just different cues. Like some people like physical and you know, verbal works with some people and some people need to see it. So it's like, figuring out what works for each person is kind of fun too. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. And that's part of the community aspect that I like too, is like, you know, the athletes trust the coach Mm -hmm. and they trust them to put them through and, you know, they're trusting us to not injure them. Not kill them. Yeah. 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 Well, cause like really a good coach makes the biggest difference. That's where a lot of the, I've been to some gyms where, you can see why CrossFit gets a bad name yep. because I'm just like, oh, that movement. Oh, not good. Not yeah. Good. Yeah. I wish, I do wish uh, CrossFit would hold the affiliations, like the affiliated gyms to a higher standard yeah. to a certain extent. Um, I don't know why they don't. It's, what? So did they change anything with the affiliation stuff like after everything happened with Glassman or whatever? No. Not, Nothing has changed? Not that I've heard. The only thing that I've heard is that each region is going to have like a rep, yeah, I like a HQ rep. So, huh. um, and you can reach out directly to them and they will troubleshoot things for you. But, um, I think it's still $3,000 a year to affiliate. Yeah. Cause a lot of people were like, well, what does that even get you? And I was like, well, I'm not an owner, so I really don't know. But yeah, I, I have no idea. It gets you the CrossFit name. Yeah. Essentially. Which is helpful. Yeah. When, Cause when people, you know, they Google, they want to find a CrossFit spot. They got to type in CrossFit. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we've, we've gone back and forth a lot about like 
de-affiliating and you know and, and i don't think i don't think snake river de-affiliated but they're like oh they didn't i don't know i'm unsure but they're snake river training yeah now, i know they know? changed their name and everything and they said they were going to de-affiliate but i don't know if they actually went through i, I don't know either and i don't want to yeah. like yeah speak yeah for them. yeah me either <laughs> um but we were considering just being composer composure fitness mm-hmm. and it, we went back and forth a lot and it's like the Googling CrossFit or people just see CrossFit, yeah. that helps a ton. It, so. the, the brand of it helps for yeah. sure. And then being able to like, when people do the open, they can click on their gym and see where their gym's yeah. at. And so, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. You do get a lot of, I don't know. And like the novelty of CrossFit's fun. Yeah. Like I, I always say Pete CrossFit was like 2014 games time. Like when it was on ESPN and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. And, that's when I first saw it. Oh yeah. It was awesome it was so cool but like um i don't know for like when they fired their media team and we're it going, got really weird in the last like two years it did get super weird and they got rid of regionals and i think they heard the outcry from the community they want it to go back to kind of what it was yeah. and i think it is it's on its way back do you think they're to gonna do regionals again i think they are for sure wow. i think That'd i think fun. uh dave castro who's the yeah is he the ceo no it's that new eric something or other he's the owner i think he's the owner and ceo oh okay but yeah. d- didn't i thought castro he, did, he got, took over for like a week yeah okay yeah. gotcha um but castro i think uh tweeted or put on instagram or something something cryptic about regionals coming back Ooh, that'd be fun yeah so and i like to me it just seemed like they were making all these weird business decisions where they they were not owning things yeah. like they were saying oh wadapalooza is already happening we're just gonna let that be yeah a regionals yeah. so like they don't have to do, do anything. anything for it they just certify it mm-hmm. and then um they did that with a lot of courses too like i think they did it with some nutrition courses did they and some like gymnastics courses mm. like it's a crossfit certified course oh you're right but somebody else runs it yeah like crossfit doesn't run it oh that must be nice yeah seriously (laughs) just put my name on it and don't have to do anything yeah and i think they were just trying to save money or he was trying to bank a bunch of cash before he jumped ship or something i don't know i don't know that he ever really planned on jumping ship yeah i don't know either the whole thing is just it's it happened really fast yeah it did it's bizarre it is (laughs) but uh yeah i don't know i just like i like the feeling of like when the open and when the open's happening yeah. and Thursday night, everyone gets together and they watch the announcement and like, do you guys do it Thursday night? Like that late? No, I don't do it. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know if you I had know, like athletes that did. I was like, Oh, I kudos to them. Don't Tara and Cassie do it super late. Oh, I don't know. On Thursdays. No, we, we just watch the announcement. Okay. Yeah. So watch the announcement like as a group and then that's so fun. Yeah. Try to plan out how we're going to set it up for the gym. And I love that. Like, that's why I love the open because the gym can make it like the, their own little competition. Thing. Yeah. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. It's just a better way to have everybody come together. I love it. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. I always get like stressed out during the open too, but I don't As, know like, why. As like an athlete or like a coach? As like an athlete. Cause I'm always like, I want to do well. <laughs> well, you've stuff. done like regionals and stuff before. So that that mindset doesn't just go away. Yeah. I don't know. It's always like, I always think you push a little harder during those workouts yeah, too. Man, and so, hurt. yeah, there's like the anticipation of like, I know this is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> so I like when thrusters come up, you're like, Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to participate this year. It's going to be great. Yeah. Awesome. Just going to be sitting on the sidelines. And have you still been exercising since? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After the first trimester I have been. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the gym yesterday and did toast bar for the first time in like two months. Whoa. Which cool. Is great. Um, 
Yeah. I'm just, I feel really slow. I f- everything feels really heavy. Yeah. But it's been fun. Yeah. And you're modifying stuff, I assume. Yeah. 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 There's certain things like, I haven't really had to change a whole lot yet, to be honest, but there are certain things where I have to like make sure my stomach's not doing anything weird or like rowing kind of hurts a little uh, bit, okay. just like that crunching. Yeah. So I don't really row a whole lot. I, one of the gals who just had a kid um, at our gym, she always biked instead of rowing. Yeah. Like she said, that felt a lot better. Yeah. So. That's what I've been switching over to as well. Yeah. Um, I can row like short distances, but I tried to do like a thousand meters the other day and it was like... <laughs> No, yeah. it was not fun. Um, Aaron Powell <sighs> has worked out like fairly hard throughout both of her pregnancies. Oh, I've heard. Of, yeah. She's <laughs> like, do you want to hear my story? Because uh, uh, Her water broke like during a workout. I was like, I don't want to hear how easy it was for you. <laughs> yeah. No. She was like, I was still hitting like all of my percentages while I was while I was pregnant. And she's I was the, like. She's the anomaly. You're such a freak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was probably smiling the whole time while she was doing it. Yeah. Which it's crazy <laughs> that there's certain people that can do that and they can exercise their whole pregnancy. And then there's other people who like bed rest. have to go on bed rest. Yeah. And we know somebody right now who's on bed rest and it's crazy. Yeah. They can't get up and move around. And I visited Tara. Tara uh-huh. was on bed rest. Yep. Um, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how everyone's so different and unique. And I can't imagine how hard that was for her, especially yeah. being the, as active as she as is, as active as she is. Oh, that would drive me nuts. Yeah. She had a, um, a cute story. And I'm you. You're closer with her now than I am. But I used to be pretty close. Yeah, with her I didn't know I, her pre-Quinn age. Or, um, so, but she, so she told me that like Thursday nights, I think, were her like date night by herself or something. <laughs> and her husband would drop her off at the movies oh while she God, was on bed rest because so she could walk like a certain amount and she was fine. Yeah. But she would go out like once a week to a movie and. <laughs> Even though she's on bed rest, she could sit back in the chair and yeah. be like fine watching the movie and then Dustin would come and pick her up. Oh my God. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. That's so fun. Get yeah. her out of the house. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I can't even imagine. I'm, I go stir crazy if I'm in the house for 24 hours. Seriously. Like working from home, especially during COVID where n- nobody could go anywhere. I was like, this is ridiculous. I yeah. got to get out of here. Yeah. I, I luckily was still able to go into the office during yeah. COVID and nice. they never really locked us down that much. I know so. it was very easy ish here. Yeah. Yeah. But I know a lot of businesses did make yeah. people work from home. So I think a lot of places still are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Boise is confusing. Cause that's some, like I've seen some people be, you know, like, like the Facebook people be like, Oh, Idaho's not doing masks or any regulations anymore. And then, Obviously, there are people who are still working from home and still wearing masks. So it's just, it's confusing. Yeah. I don't know. They, they do like the mandates, but it's not a law. But nobody's we- like due to local mandate or whatever. And then I see seven people not wearing a mask. And I was like, well, it's obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, what's well, funny. Actually, the other day when I went out to lunch with Vince, I forgot my mask in my car. Cause I was like, I was like, I'm going to be late. I'm like sprinting down there. And I had just worked out. So I was like kind of sweaty. Yeah. And, uh. I knew Dawson Taylor, the coffee shop downtown, mm-hmm. has masks like in the inside. Oh, <laughs> so perfect. I walked in there and I, I grabbed a mask and I like put hand sanitizer on and I went like I was going to pretend to order a coffee. <laughs> and then I pretended like I got a phone call. So I left. <laughs> oh, you really played it that oh, yeah, one. I played it hard. But they're like disposable masks. Oh my God. That's yeah. really funny. <laughs> yeah. But I never, I haven't bought like a cloth mask yet. Because no. I work at the hospital, so I just take well, the... Well, I had one for my friends who we... I think we were going to donate blood, and it was on the base. And the base is, of course, very strict about it. And I didn't even realize we were supposed to wear them. And so she gave me hers, and oh. I was like, 
okay, well, I'll go home and wash it because it was cloth. And I was thinking a week, I'll give it back to her. Yeah. I still have it. Oh, no and way. she's like, just just keep it because yeah. you're going to need it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't realize it was going to go on for this long. Yeah. And so have you been back to Michigan? Like, do you guys have family there then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah both my family and his are from Michigan. Okay. We're going back in a month. No, two months. Okay. November, Thanksgiving time. Have you been back like during the lockdown? Mm-mm. No. No, I haven't they, been in a year. They say it's crazy there It's though? insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Uh, Northern Michigan's a little bit more lax because we don't have the population. Yeah. But it was really weird because they opened Northern Michigan up during like Labor Day weekend. And that's a lot of people go to Northern Michigan during Labor Day or some, I think it was Labor Day. Yeah. So then it got, or Memorial Day, whatever it was. And they got a lot of people up there. So then the business is there. It was just really weird. Um, but yeah, they, they just opened their gyms like two weeks ago. Oh man. I know. That's crazy. I know. I went kind of nuts just working out here. I know. And it wasn't even that long. It was like a month. (laughs) I kind of liked it though in a way because I'm lucky. We have our own little setup at home, but um, it kind of brought people back to like before CrossFit got really sexy, I guess. Yeah. Like, because a lot of people didn't have barbells or dumbbells or anything. So people got really creative and kind of like reminded everybody that you don't have to go into the gym to be able to work out yeah so I, like in a way i kind of liked it but it went on for way too long yeah it was <laughs> it was a good learning experience and i did some funky weird stuff while we were home too you get very creative yeah and we actually we sent all of our athletes home with a pvc pipe and one plate so rx was females got 25 pound plates and guys got 45 pound plates That's cool. and we based like all of our workouts off of that like yeah. squats with the plate on your back burpees to the plate yeah uh, ground to overhead with i can't the plate. imagine like being an owner and like having to program all that like you have to get very creative we got extremely creative. otherwise you're doing the same you know 10 movements every single day yeah yeah that'd be crazy yeah and it was weird too trying to figure out like how to rent equipment out and yeah stuff and new terrain for everybody yeah did you guys do like Zoom classes and stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah. we did. That's nice. I think we did one. We started with one a day and kind of tested it. And then I think we did a few different times throughout the day. Uh, but I know Verdon did like a ton throughout a the lot. day, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did a lot. Um, I think we did like noon, two in the evening, at least two or three before noon. Yeah. So a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's cool to see, like, that's why I like, crossfit too people see it as kind of like a novelty thing but to me it's just a means to exercise and like be around like-minded people who yeah because like if i'm around a bunch of people who are just eating crappy and playing video games i'm gonna eat crappy and play. oh my gosh ty's deployment he was like the amount of boxes of because i kept asking him like what can i send you and he's like don't send candy don't send cookies like the amount of just crap that was around oh my god it was insane and people you know they drink their seventh mountain dew of the day and (laughs) go on about their business it's like i you just take that for granted yeah and even like like i talked do you know isaac from yeah yeah talk because he just got back from his little deployment um i think he was gone for like three months or something and he was like you forget about the mindset of like-minded people like positivity wise because in the air force or really anywhere work related you get a lot of negative people oh yeah and it's exhausting yeah and you don't realize like how positive everybody at the gym usually is other yeah. than when they're complaining about the workout but yeah, yeah. so that that was hard for me when i got down at boise state transitioning from like 
you know, top tier football program, awesome yeah. coaches, awesome players. And then I got a job at St. Alphonsus um, while I was finishing grad school and I was just working in the storeroom throwing boxes and being around like a group of people where they don't really care about teamwork. No. Like you ask them to help you with something and they're like, that's not my job yeah. description. Oh, like, okay. Awful. Like nobody at BSU would ever say that yeah. or a part of a high level team. Like nobody's ever above anything. Nobody's ever below anything. Like you'd help each other yeah. out no matter what. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. And yeah. you, you get, we get a little spoiled with the people that were around. I feel like. Yeah. And then you go into the real world and you're like, Oh, it's not really like that. Yeah. And I, uh, one of my buddies and I on the podcast the other day, we were talking about this, um, how you are the sum of the six people mm-hmm. you hang out with the most. I love that. Yeah. That I love quote. that too. Yeah. yeah. I've been really like, that's been more meaningful to me the last like three years for whatever, just because of growing up, I yeah. would imagine. But how old are you? I will be 30 in April. Oh, uh, congratulations. I just uh, turned 30. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty 30. Yeah. Last month. August 31st. How's it feel? You feel older? My shoulder hurts a little more. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. I feel like I never felt any older until I turned 27. And then I turned 27 and it was like, my body was just like, no, you're done. Yeah. Doesn't, I don't want anything to do with you. It was (laughs) crazy. It was like the day it happened. I feel, I feel fine. I feel the only things like I haven't felt any feet, anything physically like feeling older. Yeah. When I bought my house, now I'm obsessed with my lawn. Oh, like that's how I feel older. Like I feel like a dad. You get like, excited when you like buy appliances. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Picking out furniture oh, together. Yeah. Well, we're redoing the kitchen right now. That's another thing. It's so like, much fun. Yeah. We're renovating our kitchen. You just, it's so adult. Yeah. It's so adult. Like, yeah, it is really fun though. So, so do you guys own a house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Out in, in Mountain home. Mountain home. Mm-hmm. We are currently, we're basically flipping it, I guess. Yeah. Um, we're doing like a live in flip. We did that in Michigan and it was fun. Nice. Um, so are you renovating some stuff then too? Yeah. We're not right now. When, when Ty got home, he did so much stuff. We redid our entire floor. We have two stories. Yeah. Did all that. Um, like ripped carpet out everything and then did painted you, wh- a bunch. What did you put in? Did you put in Pergo? Laminate. Or laminate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was a really big project. So, and then he built a deck and a pergola in the backyard and then he was like, I need a break. Yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of, on hold right now yeah but we have to do a lot more of it a lot more we have to redo all the bathrooms and so did he did he get some time off then when he got yeah he got two weeks of r&r time nice yeah cool his family came out and helped us with the floor and everything it was great that's awesome yeah yeah i'm uh i'm kind of it's not that i'm dreading stuff it's like when i when i'm in the middle of a project i just like if i'm not actively working on it it's like i need to be doing something so are you just doing it on like weekends like i feel like that'd be hard um throughout the day i don't know i mean we're kind of piecing stuff together and we just started a couple days ago so like we just did all our demo demo is so fun yeah it was that (laughs) i think is the easiest part except for the cleanup the cleanup's not fun well we kind of cleaned as we went and i've you know, made, I think I've gone to the dump four times oh, yeah. for truckloads. Yeah. We ended up just hiring, like getting one of the really big ones. Yeah. Cause we had so much crap. Yeah. Which like, I understand why people do that now, but I think I'm still under what it would have cost. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to frame some stuff, frame a new little wall and then do the electrical and so exciting. then start doing the floor and then, new uh, cabinets yeah, and, new cabinets. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's nice knowing someone like, 
our friend Aaron, her husband Brady, does. Uh, I mean, I don't even know what to call him. Like people say, handyman. I was work, just gonna say he's super handy, but he's like a contractor type dude. Is that his like official title? Like I don't know because he owns his own business. Yes, right? I think it's like Powell Brothers something. Powell's Powell Brothers Contracting or something. And he actually put in. We have a sliding glass door in our uh, master bedroom, uh-huh. and he did that himself. Oh, so Brady's such a good guy. Yeah, it's just like it's nice knowing somebody that knows that stuff because I would. You oh know, yeah, I could do it maybe if I YouTubed a bunch of stuff. Oh, you, but... my husband lives off YouTube. Yeah, he had eight months of figuring out. Like <laughs> he literally, I think he watched every video YouTube had to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like plan to what plan he was do. and yeah. what tool is best. And he's into hunting right now, so like, oh, it was insane. Nice. But when he came home, he because we you know, we saved money specifically to do all this house and came home and went nuts and bought all the tools he's wanted and yeah yeah it was he lives off of youtube yeah there's like un um unaccounted for costs too like i totally forgot about. oh yeah it's like oh we need some new trash cans too <laughs> like those are kind of expensive yeah and what then, the heck yeah a few especially like completely and... redoing a kitchen it gets costly yeah for sure yeah. but i i was asking about the pergo stuff because i think you know we're we're filling in some gaps on the floor and we're trying to figure out like how we're going to start putting the flooring in once the yeah. drywall is done. Yeah. Um, but they have that like faux wood stuff. stuff. Yeah. That yeah. That's what ours together. looks like. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I left my phone in the car where else I'll show you, but yeah, it's super easy installation. Yeah. From, I didn't do any of it but <laughs> from what I hear. <laughs> well, I feel like there's like a margin of error. Like you, you put the baseboards down afterwards. So if you yeah. screw up a little bit, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. He used to, he, would leave like a space and I'm like, that doesn't look good. He's like, Oh, we'll just get thicker baseboard. Yeah. We're going to cover it. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But it's been fun. Um, my dad did contracting when he, uh, was a firefighter like he built houses on the side. Wow. So he's like gone into contracting mode when oh, he's come over it. and tells us what we need to do and stuff. So it's been super fun. Yeah. yeah. When we did it in Michigan, my dad has been a carpenter forever my stepdad is a drywaller and handyman. That is so nice to know people like that. Oh my God. Yeah. And his, my husband's dad, father-in-law had every tool literally known to man. So Michigan was really easy here. We got here and we're like, Oh crap, it's just us. Yeah. We got to figure out how to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a little bit different, but knowing people it's, it's really helpful. Yeah. And yeah, YouTube, I don't know. It's, invaluable like yeah i've learned all lawn care tips and tricks off of youtube um the adobe suite like uh photoshop uh-huh. all those things yeah i downloaded the adobe suite and i learned so much stuff just off of youtube Ooh, interesting. because um, like there's certain there's multiple ways to do the same thing yeah. you know and so you watch like one you follow one person and it shows you a million different ways or like the best ways to yeah. do a million different things um but yeah, I get overwhelmed they, because of that. They call it YouTube University. It's true. <laughs> so people just go on YouTube and <laughs> learn how to true. do everything. It's true, seriously. Yeah. People don't even need to go to school anymore. Yeah. But just like, go on YouTube. Um, well, I think RP, bringing it back to nutrition, they have like a private YouTube channel. I oh, think, do they? That like you'll, if you pay for stuff, you'll get access to those videos. And they go through and they explain like how to use their templates. and Oh, that's nice. Which it's an easy way of communicating with your clients yeah. too. So. I think Working Against Gravity does something like that too. Oh, yeah. Is that Addy? Addy, yeah. yeah. Addy, shoot, Cashew, I think is yeah, the yeah, last yeah. name now. That's like the brute strength. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They have a really good podcast too, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. They, but they talk a lot like, I don't know. They just, they talk a lot about like 
tips. So you, when you walk away from the podcast, you have like a one through five of how to do something, which is uh, kind of cool. But yeah, I think they have YouTube video. They're everywhere. Yeah. You know, Instagram, all the good stuff. So. Yeah. I kind of miss the brute strength. Like, do you guys still do brute at Vernon? No. no. Well, I don't. No. I yeah. don't think. I may, maybe Joey a little bit on the side, but. Okay. Mm-mm. That's like what we did for our like. um, Like competitive. Yeah. Like yeah. regionals prep and all that brute. stuff. Ooh, yeah sorry. it was fun yeah this is super like <laughs> i didn't even, we haven't even had our drinks yet yeah so. i i really wanted to bring coffee oh but you know can't because i'm pregnant so i've been trying can you to c- not have caffeine when you're pregnant you can you can um i've been like i think you're supposed to have like 200 milligrams or less a so day like a cup a day i would die it's it's been a little bit easier than i expected really? i love coffee but yeah. um i've been kind of cheating the one cup i've been like one and a half yeah. so then i'm just like if i just take the next day off i'll be fine yeah so today's, well, today's what's one off. cup like 60 grams i don't i don't even know of or 60 milligrams of caffeine i think it's like if you get a big cup it's like 200 something whoa okay yeah maybe it's I, was, I swear there's some days i probably consume a thousand milligrams of caffeine. i love caffeine <laughs> yeah but i can't do black coffee really oh really what yeah. do, you, I'm how a, do you i'm a creamer person just yeah. a little bit so just cream and coffee yep. or, okay, yep. that's exactly what my wife does. Yeah, I yeah. can't, my husband makes fun of me because he, he loves black, but I couldn't even smell coffee for a while. Really? Which is really depressing. When you were pregnant? Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. That's, it's so weird. Yeah, that is weird. It's so weird. So, um, right. I brought water because, okay. you know, I've been drinking a lot of that. Yeah. And then I, I brought Zevia. You had it? I love Zevia. Do you like the ginger ale one? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Because yeah. that's what I brought for you. Okay. I brought one for me. All right. Thank you very much. Yes. So do you want to explain what Zevia is? So it's basically carbonated water that's sweetened, so it doesn't taste like crap. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sweetened with... Sweetened with stevia. Stevia. So it's not so sugary. Um, I almost pulled the mic over. <laughs> so when I was getting better with nutrition... One thing that I couldn't really give up was what do you guys call it out here? Soda. Yeah. We call it pop. Yeah. I, no, I just say soda pop. <laughs> um, I really liked it, and it like was like sugary or diet. No, it was really any. I just liked the carbonation, and yeah. I liked the sweetness of it, and it was really hard for me to give up. So I found Zevia, and I was like, oh, awesome! It's, Best of both worlds. It's awesome, and it's incredible, and I would drink it all the time if it wasn't so expensive it is expensive i'm and i drink it's very expensive i drink so much diet soda yeah i don't know what your opinion of or your opinion of that is i yeah i don't really it kind of depends like if if somebody goes from drinking five cokes a day to five diets a day it's better yeah um my approach is always just like meet yourself where you're at so going from five cokes to not expecting to have any is impossible yeah like goes back to the restriction thing so um I don't know. There's so many different studies on diet soda and like the effects it has on you. And I don't really have much of a preference either way. Yeah. Um, if you go from drinking five regular to five diet, then that's better. Yeah. yeah. And then hopefully the five will turn into four mm-hmm. and then, you know, you'll replace one of those with water. And that's kind of the approach that I take with yeah. it. But yeah, I, I love, I just couldn't get rid of, soda completely yeah. so this is a happy meeting yeah i think it is expensive know. though and i had to go the ginger ale's not my absolute favorite what's your favorite flavor i like the cherry cola one. oh yeah, yeah i've had that i'm yeah. really into that but it's got caffeine mm. 
So I'm trying to, trying to hold off, you know? So I was telling you, I gave up alcohol for the month. Yeah. Why did, what made you want to do that? Well, so my birthday was the last month or the last day last month, uh, August 31st. Yeah. And I drank a lot on my birthday and I was like, dirty 30, you're supposed to. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and, uh, I just figured, I, I don't know if I've got a month without drinking alcohol since I turned 21. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to see if I could do How's it. How's it going so far? It's You're fun. almost done. Yeah. I don't, it's like, I don't really miss it. Yeah. The only thing I miss is like doing housework and drinking a beer. Yeah. It's like, if you get a pizza, I mm-hmm. want a beer with it. Yeah. You know? St- stuff like that. But other than that, it hasn't been a big deal. And then on the podcast, I've had a couple of friends who've said like they wanted to drink, but yeah. we just didn't drink together. So yeah, it was really nice when you were like, well, just, you know, I'm not drinking, so don't bring it. I was like, it's like, perfect. Me either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough. <laughs> yeah. And then, so the one other part of the challenge that my wife and I have been doing, um, we've ran at least a mile a day. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Oh. So good for you. Yeah. I don't like running. It's been difficult. I'm not a runner. Yeah. And she, she's actually running a half marathon August or uh, October 3rd. Oh, yeah. oh, like next weekend. Yep. Yep. Where at? It's in Stanley. Okay. Yeah. So Redfish Lake. Is. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so she's prepping for that. So she's gone on some longer runs than I have. Yeah. Um, but I think the longest one we've done together, I think we've done five miles twice. And yeah. the preparation, like the mental, like fortitude that it takes to run that long is just insane to me. Yeah. I just don't have it. Yeah. I get bored. I've done, I'm done with this. I've done three, three half marathons. Really? Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it sucks. It's, yeah. it's so long. It's such a long period of time. <laughs> so we went to Tennessee like two weeks ago and we were meeting up with some friends in the military that's kind of brought us all different places and all the guys were meeting up to do a half marathon. Well, it got canceled because of COVID, but they were like, we'll do it anyway. And my husband hasn't ran over an 800 meter in <laughs> a year. Probably yeah. he's like, I'll do it too. And he just goes out and runs a half marathon with them. And, and they, he was fine. And he was fine. I mean, his knees kind of bothering him a little bit, but yeah, he was totally fine. And I'm Jeez. like, Oh, CrossFit, I guess. But, um, they did it in like the mountains of Tennessee. So oh. it wasn't flat. Yeah. Any, there was one point where they had to like hands and knees crawl. Oh, I was wow. like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. So there's, there's a half marathon in Boise called the race to Roby Creek. Mm. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. And it's, it's like nine miles uphill and then it's like four miles downhill. And then it's like, well, it's like three miles downhill and then kind of flat at the end. Um, but like Brady and Aaron have both run it without stopping. And I have to walk. Like, there's no way I couldn't walk yeah. on it. Was um, Brady a runner at any point? I know Aaron obviously was. I don't know. He's a good runner, but I don't know if he was like a like a runner. A runner. I mean, I don't know. So. I just, I really just don't have, like, my body could probably handle it. But mentally, I just am like, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I went down to the Bora track the other night and, like, tested a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to do six laps as quick as I could. And oh, that, gosh. that was tough. That like, would be horrible. I didn't have music. It was like kind of dusk. It, it's just like you like doing a workout when there's no music. Oh yeah. And you're, it's just you and your thoughts. It really sucks. It's not fun. No, <laughs> not it, fun. especially running. Cause you can hear yourself breathe Yeah, and it makes me so much more tired. Yeah. We did it. My husband and I were doing a workout the other day in our gym and the music like stopped and we were like mid workout and I literally stopped what I was doing to go turn music on. Yeah. Cause I can't hear myself breathe. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's uh, funny how that happens at the gym sometimes. Like sometimes, you know, oh. Spotify will be like yeah. loading or whatever it is. And you hear everyone breathing and it's like, okay, I'm sorry guys. Like <laughs> yeah, we got to like, turn you, something you off. Ha- like you feel like you have to turn. Well, that happened last week. Like literally as soon as the, the clock started, the music went out. And I yeah. was like, okay, keep going. Yeah, and yeah. it was like a three minute workout. So yeah, that sucks. it was awful. <laughs> like, sorry guys. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So when I was in college, um, we were part of. Well, I don't know if it was part of the Mountain West. Well, you know, it was two teams that we played because we were in the Western Athletic Conference and then we switched over and we were in the Mountain West Conference um, when I left. So I I think I had a couple years in both conferences. But anytime we would play a New Mexico team, either New Mexico or New Mexico State, our coach, our strength coach, all that week leading up to the game would not play music in the weight room. Why? Because it was so quiet at the stadiums. Like they only got like 5,000 people to come to the games. And so he was like, we got to make our own energy. Like wow. you can't be reliant on music and noise. Can, because you, can you even hear people when you're down there? I always wondered you can, that. You can hear when it's quiet. Yeah. But like when it's loud, like if you're in a loud game yeah. and it's kind of loud the whole time, it's fine. Like and kind of normal. But yeah, you go play at New Mexico State and it's like. Oh my God, that's funny. You can hear one dude like screaming like. <laughs> I went to my first Boise State game last year. Oh yeah, against the Air Force. Nice. I like because growing up, I I'm a Michigan State fan, okay. so I always like knew. I've played in that stadium. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. It was awesome. Um, but we always heard about the Blue Field, like, and I'm like, I want to go there. It's so cool. And never in a million years did I think I would ever actually be in the place where I could go there. Yeah. So yeah. we went, and it was a really, it's a really cool stadium. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's, I mean, the stadium's kind of dated and I think they still have like some plans to update yeah. some things, but I just like the view, like you can see right over, right over the city and just the field. It's, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. And like the rivers, right? Well, yeah. it used to be cooler because, uh, they put up that new facility uh-huh. when that new facility wasn't there. You could see the river. Oh, really? From the stadium. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. It was really cool. We went floating down the Boise couple weeks ago nice the first time nice yeah, yeah you're doing all the Boise all stuff the, all the things <laughs> you know I gotta do all the things there's there's a lot that I still haven't done yet yeah so you're Michigan State fan not a Michigan fan no I no Michigan oh, man I'm a Michigan fan oh no <laughs> we gotta we gotta go no um I don't know my whole my whole family is a state fan yeah it originally started <laughs> because I didn't like the colors of Michigan oh so I was like ew yellow's gross so yeah. I'm gonna go with Michigan State because yeah. that's cool it's it's not yellow it's maize I'm maize sorry <laughs> maize um <laughs> so did you uh did you go to school at Michigan State no or? I was going to um but I got accepted to a smaller d2 school Grand Valley and my brother was there, okay. and he and I were very close at the time, so I was like, uh, I think I'm going to go that route. Yeah, gotcha. It was a little bit smaller. So. Did you play sports? Not in college, okay. no. Nope. Um, I did basketball and softball in high school, and okay. I was going to go to a really small college for basketball, but um, they didn't give out scholarships because it was a private school. Yeah. And my brother, I learned from my oldest brother, he went to a private school for sport, didn't play, got a bunch of student loans. I was uh, like, I'm not going to go that route. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was very fortunate that I got a scholarship. Yeah, that's nice. I cannot imagine having student loans. Oh, we ha- yeah, I have student loans right now. It's pain. Yeah. Especially because it's like exercise science. I feel like I'm not even really using it, yeah. even though I am. Yeah, but, you are. Yeah, you totally I are. And I, I mean, it's probably a very good baseline for for sure. Just working out in general. Yes. Like oh how. yeah, working out has always been easy. Yeah. That's always been the easy part. Yeah. So I, I have a master's degree in criminal justice. Ooh. And I. I work in marketing at the hospital. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't, 
compute at all. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people are like that though. And well, I feel like when, especially maybe not for the master's degree, but like when you're 18 and expected to pick a career, you're like, I don't know. It makes zero sense. I'm going to go, me. I'm going to go to exercise science because it sounds cool. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I think that's half the reason I picked criminal justice. Yeah. Um, but like what I didn't realize back then when I picked it is it's a social science. And so like psychology, like social sciences, there's no like concrete answers to questions. It's a lot of theories about oh, stuff. Gosh. And that's like the opposite of how my brain works. Like yeah. I like knowing, okay, four plus four like is math, eight. Math yeah. was easy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how, well, exercise science isn't the same, obviously, but, um, it's interesting when I was taking it, I never understood why we had so many psychology classes. And now that I coach, I'm like, ah, yeah, now I get it. Yeah. I understand. There's so much psychology that goes into it. They, they started, um, delving into that world a little bit when I was at Boise state, but I know now I think they have a full-time sports psychologist Oh yeah, that works with the football team. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the big teams like that. Yeah. But they didn't have that back then when I was there. Yeah. When were you there? Um, about the same time as I was in school, probably two, 2013 was my final year. Yeah. It was yeah. 2014. Yeah. So yeah, they probably have all the, all of the people now. Yeah. I originally wanted to be an athletic trainer and then did I some... think that's an awesome route. I think that's yeah. such a cool field. But then I did some research on how you have to be like the it person to make any money in that. Oh, I was really? like, Oh yeah. Not going to go that route. And then I wanted to go physical therapy and then I did an internship in it and was like, mm, this, I don't like this at all. Yeah. So then I was like year three. I'm like, oh, what do I do? Yeah. What do I do with my life? Got to keep going. Yeah. So. Yeah. I guess it, it was nice knowing that I was like staying at Boise State and yeah. like my, I grew up here too. So that yeah. was, nice. was um, nice. But yeah, if I could go back, I probably would have picked a different major. Yeah. But. I just wish I would have cared a little bit more about it. I didn't, I didn't pick up CrossFit until. Hmm. 14, 15-ish. Okay. So, and that's when I started like really caring about everything. And I'm like, man, the stuff I learned in school would have been so much more practical. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. So, uh, I wish I would have paid attention a little bit more. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure everybody says that. But. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I kicked, I got myself into high gear probably my junior year of school. Because mm-hmm. like, I say my junior year, but that was actually like, my senior year oh, and a I was, half of sports, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's weird saying what year it was, but my junior year of school, I kicked myself into high gear and I finally started getting like close to all A's. Yep. And then obviously like you get to grad school and like nobody gets like C's in grad school. Like if you're there, you're, you're yeah. there for a reason. Right. And other people get weeded out. And, um, yeah. but yeah, I wish I would have cared more like in, especially in high school because I probably could have done like AP classes. Yeah. You know, they offer us so much more of that now though. Yeah. We only had like two back in the day. We had a physics class. I don't actually, I don't think it was AP, but um, the only reason I did it is because they went to um, an amusement park. Oh, like, nice. The end of the year. So yeah. I was like, I'm definitely doing that. Yeah. But like, I think they only had English, oh. AP English or calculus or something like that. Yeah. So it not nearly as many as they have now. Hey, how big was the town that you grew up in? Oh man, population. Oh, I could be butchering this. It changed so we're a very touristy town because we live right on the water. Yeah. So I think it went from like three thousand in the winter to like thirty thousand in the summer. So you probably Tiny. had a smaller school. Yeah, I graduated with hundred and twenty people, I okay. think. 
Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Well, so very small. My wife went to Eagle High School, which is like three thousand kids, and they have class or total. Uh, total. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe five hundred kids in her class or six hundred something like that. Yeah, it's like (laughs) it's like my high school. (laughs) Yeah, I can't imagine because I went to Bishop Kelly, which is private school, and it was smaller. And we had 120 kids, I think, in my class. And I knew everyone. Everybody. And I can't imagine going to a school where, like, you don't know people. Yeah. We had a... So my school was, like, mm, two miles from another... It's like a village. They called... I don't know what it was. But they had a school there. And they literally had eight people in their class. Whoa. And they, like, graduated with five or six people. It was insane. There's some places, like, in central Idaho and northern Idaho that are like that. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, even, like, the places here, especially when you're... Because... Southern Idaho, I feel like, is very spaced out. Mm-hmm. And so when you see people that live there, I'm like, where do you go for food? Where do you go for grocery? Where do your kids go to school? You homeschool yeah. them? Like, yeah. it's crazy. It is crazy. I don't know. I, I get the appeal. As I've gotten older, I've gotten more, you know, I've realized why people want to live off on their own and yeah. away from things and yeah. stuff. But like, I would never want to live too far from stuff because yeah. even like mountain homes a little too far. Oh really? Yeah. Well, you guys have like Walmart and stuff. I mean, it's not like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not like there's nothing. <laughs> no, there. no. Yeah. And I'm, I'm used to it. I, we had to go 20 minutes to get to really anything back in Michigan. So yeah. I'm kind of used to it, but yeah, it's a little bit, I don't even know for me. I've been, obviously I've been to mountain home high school cause they were in the same league as my high school. Um, but I don't think I've been there for a long time. I think I stopped at that Walmart like once. <laughs> You're not missing anything. <laughs> well, my sister had, I don't know. I was meeting my sister and her husband out in like Salmon. And I was driving through there and I forgot, I think I forgot like a pillow. Yeah. And so I stopped there to like buy a pillow when oh, we were camping. Yeah. Go to Walmart. <laughs> um, but I don't, I can't even picture like what downtown Mountain Home looks they're like. They're redoing a lot of it. Really? They're trying to like... They're trying to make it look nice, yeah. but it was, we went to this like little, um, breakfast place when my parents came out and it was kind of cute because it was very small and like the sheriff came in and had like the, literally the typical belt buckle, like the star belt buckle and yeah. his cowboy hat and everything. And I was just like, this is just perfect. Like I feel like I'm back in, back at home. Yeah. So it's kind of fun when it's so small, but yeah. And it, but it, I assume it's growing cause I've I met more and more people. So. Yeah. Yeah. That are, I feel like it would just change a lot because a lot of people who are there are Air Force. Yeah. And people move and they, I don't know. I don't know that people, I don't know. The high school's big enough to be 4A though. Like I I feel like Mountain Home's like a decent sized town. Like it's not tiny. I, I don't even know. Yeah. How do you guys do your classifications here? What does 4A mean? So 4A is the second biggest. Is 5A is the biggest. Like size? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We just did like d like districts back in the or classes we did classes class a b or c okay yeah and my school was a class c so we were way down here tiny yeah (laughs) so we have we have eight man football in idaho for like the the 1a schools oh really so like the tiny little places and then there's some places that are six man football what yes because the schools are so small they don't they can't get enough kids See, in Michigan, we just combine schools when we do that. Oh, really? Yeah, we have, but the towns are so close to each other, they just combine. Yeah, see, that's that's something that's so bizarre to me. Whenever I travel to, a, like, you know, you go to Seattle or you go to, like, the Portland area or, like, Dallas or, like, Michigan, mm-hmm. Idaho's so spread out. It's not like Boise has a bunch of tiny little towns around yeah. it. But, like, you go to Seattle and there's, like, a million towns right around Seattle. Yeah. It's, it's, 
it's weird to me that like Michigan's very spread out too. Oh really? Yeah, except well, for down, guess, d- downstate's very different. Like uh, Det- Ann Arbor is yeah, what I was thinking, Ann Arbor, yeah. Detroit is very different. Um, we in northern Michigan are very spread out. Yeah, yeah. So so. Oh yeah, the hand, the, the small panhandle, or no, the down here ish by the thumb is Detroit. Okay. Ann Arbor is I think more middle ish. Okay. Around there. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. I I. <laughs> I discourage people from getting on their phone, but I want to look. I just want to see what it looks like because I can't. Okay, I was I was right in my head. The big one is on the bottom. Yes, and then the small one. Yeah, so it's like this. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Typical Michigan thing to do right there, but <laughs> I, everybody makes fun of me when I do that. But I'm like, well, now you know where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's crazy that there's, like, can you? <laughs> Is this stupid? Oh, I didn't even know they're co- they're connected by a bridge. Yeah, it's like one of the biggest um, suspension bridges in the country. No way. I think it's like five miles. Okay, I gotta go there. Yeah, it's, it's on really my list now. really cool. You should to go. go to if you're gonna go there, go to Mackinac Island. Okay. Because they have like a ferry that takes you there, and they don't do any cars. Oh. Everything is by horse. Oh, whoa! And um, or bike or whatever. It's so cool. Yeah. It's really cool. there. Okay. So if you're going to go, you have to go to Mackinac Island. Okay. But yeah, um, I'm like an hour South of where that bridge is. Gotcha. Crazy. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like to me, the Mackinac bridge is such like a, it's such a huge staple that yeah. I get so confused and people don't know what it is. I'm like, well, what's wrong with you? It's oh, like the yeah. golden gate bridge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Everybody yeah. knows what that is. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like the Midwest is so looked over though. Yeah, flyover states. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I loved. Like when we did our little Midwest trip, Sioux City was or Sioux Falls was awesome. Yeah. Uh Bismarck was incredible. And like, I don't know, just what'd you think of Nebraska? Nebraska was cool. Um, <laughs> Omaha. I mean, it, it felt like Omaha was a completely different place than the rest of Nebraska. We have driven through Nebraska so many times that like to me, I'm just like, oh, I hate this state. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's flat and it's, it's kind of so like flat. South Dakota, but yeah. then you get to Omaha and Omaha has over a million people. I didn't Is know it that. really? Yeah. Well, I think That's not huge. just Oma- Omaha, but like the metropolitan area. Yeah. It's ginormous. It's very, that's really big. And then what's, what's the capital of Iowa? Des Moines? Like yes. Omaha and Des Moines are super close to each other. And that's yeah. like a giant metropolitan area right on the river. And then, yeah, like the rest of Iowa is just corn and the rest of Nebraska is oh, just it's, corn. Yeah, it's awful to drive in in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was, I liked going through there and seeing what it actually looked like because now I know I what it looks I've like I've ever been head. to the um, Dakotas. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never been to either of them. Um, so Theodore Roosevelt National Park is awesome. That's in North Dakota. And then Badlands is in South Dakota. Okay, And I yeah, think I've they're both very worth it. Hmm. So... We're going to make a drive back when we go back for Thanksgiving. We were talking about going a different route, going up and down to the upper peninsula. Okay. So we might, we might switch it up. Yeah. Nice. See a little bit more than So you're Nebraska. on the, you're on the big panhandle then? Yeah. But the northern part of the big panhandle. Yes. Okay. For some reason, I thought you were on the other panhandle. No, no. The, those, we call them upers because oh. they're the UP <laughs> and they're kind of like the hillbillies of Michigan. Okay. So no, All right. I'm not from there. Okay. So you guys like make fun of those Yeah, oh yeah, all yeah. the time. That's awesome. Yeah. But they're really good at sports. <laughs> yeah. Really, because there's nothing else to do. Just hockey? Um, Hockey, football, they're pretty good at. Okay. Yep. Um, other, Yeah, I don't know anything else. That's, I don't think like baseball or anything because it's too cold up there. That's got to be crazy. Like uh, like when you play your state championships and stuff, like how are the districts split so up? So my, I don't, I don't know how the districts are. Like my brother 
they went to state finals in basketball back in I don't know, 14, 15, whatever it was. Yeah. And on like a Monday and a Wednesday, we had to travel three out, four hours to get to Marquette, which was in the um, UP. Okay. Um, just for them to play their like quali- uh, quarterfinal whatever games. Yeah. And that was on a Monday. And like, so the kids just ended up staying up there the whole time and the parents just drove back and forth. Yeah. It was crazy. Dang. Yeah. Crazy. And there are some like from where I'm at to get to like the other side of the northern panhandle. Yeah. Which is funny. I never hear people call it that. But oh, I don't, what do you call it? Just, just upper? Upper. The upper yeah. peninsula UP. Um, it's like t- 10 hours or something like oh, that. Wow. So Michigan, you could spend so much time driving through there. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's not somewhere I've spent a lot of time. We we played Toledo one year and we flew mm. into Detroit and then drove to Toledo. Yep. And then uh, we played in East Lansing. Yeah. So those are the two times I've been to Michigan. Yeah. Detroit's Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to, if you are going to go, you have to go to like the Traverse City area. They have like this wine tour and it's, it's amazing. Okay. I don't know if you're into wine, but. Well. Uh, I'll drink it. My wife <laughs> likes wine way more than I do, but I'll, yeah, I'll drink it's it. It's just so pretty. Just don't go in the winter. You'll what never a, go back. What what part of Michigan is that? Traverse City. It's like a little bit where I'm at. Okay. Like an hour south of where I am. Okay. So. Gotcha. It's still going to be in the lower peninsula. It's like northern lower peninsula. Okay. So this is a weird question. Do Michigan like high schools ever play Canadian high schools in no. sports? No? Maybe maybe in the UP um, with hockey, maybe. Okay. But not that I know of. I knew somebody. So I went to I went to Boise State with two guys from Windsor. Okay. And which crazy fact about Windsor is it's south of Detroit. Oh, yes, it is. It's Isn't that weird? Yes. Like a, a Canadian city is south of Detroit. Well, I feel like Detroit's con- like connected to Canada. Like, yeah, Detroit and Windsor are like one giant really, metropolitan. Yeah. It's like Tijuana and San Diego. It's like the same thing, kind of. <laughs> yeah. um, which I'm not comparing Windsor to Tijuana, but uh, <laughs> kind of different. Well, I just like... figured like they're so close, and it's such a huge area that's so densely populated. Like it'd be, it makes sense if like football teams played. They each other. might in college. I don't. Do they even have football? In I don't know anything about Canada. Uh, Canadian colleges. Maybe I don't know. I guess <laughs> I I've never heard about it. It just dawned on me. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Detroit area they do because they're so close, but not that I know of. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we so we're coming up on an hour and a half. Oh, wow, I, that was fast. I know it was. Um, sorry, I'm just gonna double check the time real quick. You're good. And then, uh, I know you listen to one episode. Yes. So what I do is I just give the floor to my guest and let them have the final word. Oh so, man. Um, didn't prepare for this. Well, you don't. I and <laughs> no pressure on it. I mean, if you want to. Throw some stuff out there for you, your nutrition stuff, or, you know, if people have, people need, you know, some simple things to follow yeah. if they don't know what to do. Yeah. So. Well, I think the biggest thing is just to a lot of people, they have that all or nothing mindset and they have the, if I can't be perfect, I'm not going to do it at all. If I can't run an entire mile, I'm not even going to try it. And like my best advice to anybody is you just have to start. And it sounds so cliche, but you literally just have to meet yourself where you're at, walk a mile if you you can't run it yet, and then challenge yourself the next time to run or with food, same thing. Um, If you don't know exactly how to cook, you know, try one new recipe a week or wherever it is, just meet yourself 
literally wherever you're at and don't feel like you're failing if you don't if you're not perfect because all of this is really hard and confusing so just you just got to try and once you try one thing and you'll it'll lead to another and you'll be amazed at how fast it'll add up awesome well i appreciate you being on the podcast yeah, thanks for having me yeah it was fun we'll do it again soon okay all right good. thank you thank you